0: Blog Talk Radio Friends,
1: welcome to another episode of Theology Matters with the Paloo I am one half of your uh, hosting duo with the Paloo and uh, my husband Devin is uh, literally um, in jail right now he's he's headed um, to the um, jail here locally to do some uh, ministry and some training there um, with um, some uh, inmates um, that we have gotten to know, so I ask that you pray for him during that endeavor, among many of the other endeavors that um, we are uh, taking part in right now through our ministry with Rachel Christie, and as we're um, in, uh, anticipating a lot of um, new things coming up for the fall, um, and let me go ahead and tell you guys as well that you can catch our um, some of our past episodes, um, Theology Matters, um, as well as some of our um, uh, our, our in-house um, discussions and uh, facilitations and, and debates, etc., from the campus right on our uh, on our. Um, but YouTube page at uh, Rachel Christie at Winthrop University. So you can check that out. Um, also download it there. We have Devin's dialogue that he did um, last week uh, or uh, two weeks ago, actually, with um, a debate with a uh, atheist, Chris Allison, which was a very um, intense but very eye-opening debate. So uh, you would definitely want to check that out. And we have some more Dialogues like that coming up soon. But today we have a very special show, um, a very um, personal show for us because we uh, have been um, personally affected by the life and ministry of Dr. Norman Geisler. We have got, had gotten to know him as um, not only a professor but as a friend and as a mentor. And so he um, affected our. Our lives in a, in a in a literal way, as well as um, in a spiritual way, and there's no way that we would be doing these things, um, such as this podcast, such as uh, being full-time missionary, um, apologist um, at the college campus, uh, ministering, um, the, uh, apologetic ministry in the jail, etc., without uh, Doctor Geisler's influence in our lives. So we are eternal internally grateful for that and for his legacy and um and sorely miss his presence, but um are thankful for his life and for all that he um poured into those of us along the way. And so we have a very, very special guest who can um definitely shed light um on his life and legacy from a very up close perspective, um, seeing that he was raised in the home and he was raised by Doctor Geisler um, and that is his son, David Geisler. And um, David uh, is actually the uh, head of the Norm Geisler Inter- Inter- International Ministries, um, which is a global movement um, in the East and in the West. Um, David is an apologist of his own right, um, having Ande, um, a master's degree from um, Dallas Theological Seminary, Um, and um, actually two master's degrees and then also a doctorate of ministry and apologetics from southern evangelical seminary which we know that his father was the the proud co-founder of and um, and an esteemed president emeritus of. Um, He's been involved in a a ton of parachurch ministry, a ton of apologetics ministry all around the world um, and uh, Every nation that that you can imagine, and um, he has a um, has also has the opportunity again to grow up um, with uh, with Dr. Geiser. So he had uh, a very um, hands-on uh, training from the best in, um, in terms of apologetics. So um, at this time, I'm going to bring David on, and we're going to discuss um, some things regarding his dad's life legacy, and it's. Exciting new documentary that's coming out that you will definitely want to to know about and to um, to uh, get for your own uh, for your own edification. So, David, are you there with us today? I am. Great. I'm so glad to to have you. I'm so glad that you agreed to come on. I, I know that there's a lot going on, um, and you know, just from your family perspective and in terms of Dealing with um, the loss of your father. and know this is very new. And, and also, I know from some, a some ministry perspective, as you all are, are moving forward with with the, the, the vision of, of NGIM, and I know we'll talk a lot about that during this show, which I'm excited to hear about what, what's um, happening and what's going to be happening going forward. Um, but just before we even jump into... Um, the start of NGIM. Um, Just share with us um, what was it like growing up uh, in the Geisler household with Dr. Norman Geisler, a professor and philosopher and apologist extraordinaire and just this amazing Bible um, theologian who we all know from that perspective.
2: Well, I'll I'll share with you a positive and a negative. The positive okay. was, yeah. I, uh, ever since I accepted Christ when I was five years old, I actually don't mm-hmm. remember a time in my Christian faith that I had ever any doubts. Because if mm-hmm. I ever had a question, all I'd have to do is ask my dad, and he'd he'd have an answer for me. Now the negative is, you know. Uh-huh. I could never win a debate with him. (laughs) Even (laughs) when I was right, I was still wrong.
0: (laughs) But but the Uh, negative. I'm sure he
1: was probably. I'm sure he was probably using some. Okay, here we go. Yeah, the positive only. I'm sure that um, with a a philosopher of that caliber, um, it would be kind of hard to argue away. Uh, out of a lot of things, or justified a lot of things growing up, so it's kind of because I'm a lot of things thankful. that the rest of us got into,
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very thankful, though, for the things uh, that I did learn, because uh, now I have an opportunity uh, as a uh, mm-hmm. adjunct professor at uh, Southern Union Juggles Seminary to pass on mm-hmm. what I was taught in and hopefully uh share with the next generation of Christian apologists that we're raising up mm-hmm. how how to actually use some of this uh evidence in a more fruitful way in our witness. 'Cause that that's been the passion that I've had ever since I was a little boy.
1: Absolutely. That's that's wonderful and um you know, and and your your mother's just so lovely as well. Um and I know that she um, you know, such a godly influence in your in your home and growing up, and, and continues to be. And if we can just continue to pray for her, um, they were married for at least yes. 60, 63 64 years, 64 years, something like that nature. Oh, 64
2: that makes years, 64 years. That is
1: a long time,
2: that is yeah. a long, long
1: time, yeah, mm, yeah. Marriages definitely don't don't stand those, the test of time like that um, many times, unfortunately, anymore. But um, yeah, yeah. Let, let's just let's go into NGIM and um, and again, NGIM is, is just the acronym for Non Guys or International Ministries, and um, it's like like I shared earlier, it's a, a global movement and. Um, Go ahead and share with us about how that started and um, what what, what that was all about.
2: Sure. Uh, Before I I do that, let me just say just a word. Uh, I have literally got cards, letters, and Facebook posts and emails from people all around the world um, Mm
0: -hmm. talking about
2: the impact my father has had and how sad they are. Uh, then he's mm-hmm. going home uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: With the Lord And I just want to acknowledge First of all to your listeners That I realize it's not mm-hmm. just my family uh, That's uh, sad mm-hmm. and mourning There are a lot of people That my dad has impacted Through his writings mm-hmm. And his personal interaction and, and there are a lot of people mm-hmm. That are still grieving And uh, I just want yeah. to acknowledge that That uh, mm-hmm. you know It just yeah. may take some time for us to all kind of, um, um, you know, heal mm-hmm. from uh, just, you know, the trauma of, of losing him. I know, you know, uh, he
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I uh, actually uh, started this ministry four years ago, Norm guys international ministries. And I mm-hmm. feel a sense of loss uh, that my uh, partner <laughs> is gone. And, yeah. and uh, now I'm, I'm kind of having to, uh, uh, to continue to go forward Which I'm happy to do But yeah. it just feels a little bit lonely But but that's okay mm-hmm. um, But
1: let me, I let think me tell you a little you know, The fact that uh, nope. I was gonna, Just before you jump into my, my Answer to my question uh, The, the right. fact that there's so many people that are grieving And still grieving yeah. I think it speaks to yeah. the, the caliber Of your dad's witness And his, his personality And his integrity um, And how he made um, you know, it was interesting. Um, I know that your family was in at the seminar. We went um after the memorial service that Saturday. Um it was an informal reception at Seven Evangelical Seminary and um many right. of us got the opportunity to share um Doctor Dodger's impact on us personally. And um it was so interesting because it was you, you know, you was you we were all, it was almost as if we were all thinking that we were the only one he was, like, pouring into in this very real and personal way. But you just heard, as we listened to everyone's stories, we were like, man, he was like, everyone felt this. So it wasn't like, just, it it wasn't a select view that um, he he picked, that he cherry picked. You know, I I told, I, I shared how, you know, just um, driving him uh, just sometimes uh, around to different events and things in our little beat-up um, little Dodge Caravan and, you know, our old, you know, with 200,000 miles on it and just having an opportunity to, to talk with him and to to hear his wisdom and to ask some questions. And him never, um, I can't recall a time, even when he was, Exhausted, and he'd been teaching a lot and traveling. That he ever would just, you know, say, "I'm not going to answer that," "I don't feel like talking." You know, he always um, took the time to, to do to answer the questions and to do so very thoroughly and satisfactorily. But it was just interesting to hear the other stories that they all had the same experiences um, with him. And so that's just uh, for I'm sure as a son that has to. Um, you know, just make you feel even more um, grateful for that legacy and that that he that he's left with not only your family but with so many others. So, absolutely, is very, special, very special. Well,
2: family. you know, it, um, and you and I yeah. this most uh, that he was a father mm-hmm. figure. to A lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: he was a good mm-hmm. father to a lot of people, and. he he really mm-hmm. genuinely cared about others, and he he put mm-hmm. others above himself. I mean, I can testify most of uh, the, 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 of his life uh, that I that I, mm-hmm. uh, the parts that I that I actually observed. Uh, he was always putting people first, and he never mm-hmm. uh, made an effort to try to promote himself or um, right. Uh, in fact, I I think I told you this. He once told me this, uh, gave me this piece of advice, was probably one mm-hmm. of the best advice he ever gave me. He said he didn't think that a person, a man or a woman should have any more influence than what God wanted him or her to have. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought, well, you know, that's wow. one of the reasons why he was not just a great apologist, a great philosopher, a great theologian. He was actually a great mm-hmm. Christian. And this is one of the reasons me. one of the examples of why he was such a great Christian is because he really mm-hmm. humbly uh walked uh in obedience and service to God and he didn't promote himself, he just continually uh, served the Lord and uh with with the convictions that God has gave him. And you know, that's I a legacy passed on to me. You know, my my prayer is that I'd be able to to follow through and, and to be that kind of example as well to others.
1: It's a very it's a high it's a high um, uh, caliber of an example um, to to look at. And you know, like as, as you were saying, um, you know, though he was your physical father, I mean, I mean to to those of us um, there were some, you know, who who many of us who. Did not have um the greatest father uh figures in our lives, or either had no father figure in our lives, you know which was the case for for me for most of my life and so um having someone um, you know I, I think it wasn't uh maybe not just having someone pour into you, but having someone who um of his uh, with his busy, busy calendar, which just always boggled my mind because I'm I'm like, how is he still traveling? I mean, up until I mean <laughs> recently, how is he just yeah. traveling internationally and cranking out books yeah. and teaching and, and two seminaries and I mean but having someone who is who is that busy and invested and in doing such important work to um to actually take time for you and when yeah. they every time they saw you made you feel like just this very, like the most important person in the world um
0: yes.
1: to those of us who didn't have that um kind of relationship with our earthly father um it just it made um a huge huge difference and i think i didn't realize that until you know, until he left, um, and I'm sure many, you know, as we, as I talked, many of us didn't realize that until he left. Um, and I, you know, just on another kind of um, a side note as well, for myself as a as a black woman, um, not to to bring up, you know, make race like an issue here or anything, um, sure. but I, I w- there were many of the the black students who were one of the main ones. Who um, felt that very fatherly, protective role from him? Um, right. And I mean, I don't think that he did that any more so for us than for other students. But um, just in our culture, that tells us that oh, there's all this division, and you know, um, you know, older, you know, uh, people of the older generation don't, you know, it, that we don't, we don't get get along on racial lines and things like that he, he right. broke all of those um barriers um and he did not care about that one bit. Um in fact he 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 sought us out you know, in a sense and really cared yes. for us and really encouraged us to be a positive influence in our culture and in our community. So um it yes. that just goes a long way, um, to say about him. So we will before I start crying, we will <laughs> We going go into the start of NGIM and um, and what that looks like, and then we have you know uh, uh, some other uh, and then talk about the documentary and uh, that sure. exciting uh, bit of news too.
0: Sure.
2: So let me make uh, a long story short. Nine years okay. ago, uh, my mm-hmm. father called me. My wife, uh, my Chinese Singaporean wife. And my three kids, mm-hmm. we were living in Singapore and my mm-hmm. dad said, uh, when are you coming back? And I thought he meant to visit and I said, mm-hmm. Well, uh, we were gonna come back next uh year and he said, Well, no, that's not what I mean. When are you moving back? And I said, Well, Dad, mm-hmm. we were planning on being here for another ten years because uh you
1: know, I had a thriving. Well tell us, tell us of, what you were what you were doing. Yeah.
2: Well I I was teaching uh, in, in, uh, in uh, seminaries in uh, Singapore and all throughout Asia, to, mm-hmm. teaching missionaries how to apply apologetics in evangelism. And that was my uh, mm-hmm. specialty. And when I told mm-hmm. my dad that we would not be back for another 10 years, this is literally what he said to me. and This was nine years ago. <laughs> he said, well, I'll be
0: dead mm-hmm. by then. Wow. I, I,
2: imagine how <laughs> prophetic he was when he said that. Uh, I know. If, if I had waited till ten years to come back, um be wow. he, he home with the Lord. Uh and so wow. anyway, so we started praying about it and sure enough God was in it. Um you know, my father never asked me for anything and so I figured I'd better at least pray about it and make sure this wasn't uh-huh. what God had intended all along, and sure enough, there uh-huh. a bunch of miracles. A half a year later, we were back in Charlotte.
1: <laughs> wow! Yeah, I remember. I remember. That, um, yeah, I remember him and, and, and your mom being really super excited about you all. I think more the more the grandkids than anything, though, yeah. <laughs> oh, being back here. <laughs>
0: well, that's what
2: God did. That's the hook that God used to to get him to ask wow. him to come back. Then four years yeah. ago, the four years after that. Then um, uh, it became clear to both my dad and I that we were supposed to start Norm Geisler International Ministries. And then mm. um, what what happened was he and I started traveling together. And uh, mm-hmm. not only do we just take apologetics, but you know my strength is actually how to use uh, uh, apologetics and evangelism. And so we
0: we right. actually
2: complement each other pretty well. We started doing that mm-hmm. together and then a year later, um, I was uh, I was asked to teach uh doctoral class as an adjunct professor mm-hmm. uh at Southern um, Eugenical Seminary, which is what I've been doing uh, uh in, in Asia for the seven years I lived there. Mm-hmm. And um
0: mm-hmm. from there just we started um,
2: blossoming and now we have yeah. um different people we've trained in different parts of the globe.
1: Yeah. So now you be you be doing what you were doing around the world that you have been trained to do uh, pretty much by your dad. I'm sure others as well, but primarily by him. Um, in turn, and you were incorporating the, the knowledge that you learned into the the evangelism. Um, and then uh, here you are back in in Charlotte area, and you're uh, you're teaching the students at the seminary that your dad co founded to do these things. That's that's one of
2: yeah,
1: the it's, final a, final it's final a real final.
2: blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And final, uh, final.
0: and one of the one
2: one of the things that um I'm very thankful to the opportunity to be a part of is this uh documentary uh that we're making mm-hmm. on my dad's life. We we actually started this about a year and a half ago. Um and um uh, when my father went home to be with the Lord uh, on, uh, I think it was, what, July, um, what was it? Mm-hmm.
0: July 21st. Oh. I can't
2: remember what date, date that was. Um, but I only had two more scenes for the documentary to shoot. One was a baseball oh, scene. Wow. And, and the mm-hmm. other was a burial scene.
0: Wow.
2: And... uh I just thought, wow, God, how prophetic that you
3: um, are allowing
2: us uh, to film His life, His life story, you know, uh, from the very beginning all the way to the end, and uh,
1: uh, that
0: was uh, and
1: you think about, well. you think about that, too, David. I mean, it, I mean, those of us who are alive now, um, or who in this generation, at least. I mean, I'm I'm forty, but so you know, those of us, you know, even before my generation had the opportunity to personally um, maybe hear your dad teach in some way um, and, you know, as his books have been written to, and, and to be taught by him. Um, and so there's going to be a generation that um, isn't going to have that face-to-face encounter with the Dr. Geiser at the conferences like he like he has been over the years. And so that is – the um, that's so neat that this documentary um, – so when my little girl gets a little older, you know, who sits, um, I can show her this and say, you know, this was who really um, opened – I mean, not just influenced and taught us, but this, he really um, – he opened the door for the modern apologetics movement in a way that um, – I don't think that I, I, I think God I mean, well God specifically ordained him to do that. Um and uh my it's so interesting now even, um, my our students we typically uh they love, for instance, his his um old debate. <laughs> and um yeah. we, we get we we get such a kick out of uh or they get such a kick out of uh, you know, sometimes the hairstyles and like the the old john Ankerberg uh showed the the kind of the commercial breaks that um, things that are, are more uh, modern now you know that they're used to um it, but it's it's just me that 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 is gonna be preserved in a documentary um that summarizes who he was and where and where we are as a modern Apologetic student so that we don't forget.
2: Well, and, and the thing that I'm really excited about is that I, I understand that the, the Christian millennial generation, uh, some mm-hmm. of them don't uh, read as much, and so uh, right. we plan to end this documentary to teach them something uh, that will help them to uh, uh, develop stronger roots in their, in, in their faith. In Christ,
0: and
1: so, so
2: potentially we could we could reach a whole lot of people uh, and equip a whole lot of people, yeah, uh, yeah, that don't even know what the word apologetics means.
1: Right, like for a long time, and encourage them to to read uh, these these works that have shaped so many of us. You know, as again, like you're right. I mean, as as time continues and progresses, and and. And young people are reading less and less. I think this will as they see your dad's life played out before them, they will understand the reasons for going back and reading all these you know these these materials that he wrote and that others like him wrote um and why that's so important in developing um not only to be a great apologist and defender of the faith but just you know as a round a a well rounded christian uh, in general so um, um, I'm super excited about that. Now, um, as far as the documentary, um, do you have a, a release date that, that you're that you're aiming for, or? Yes. Not,
2: well, uh, okay. Have so a we, site? We, we. Yes, we we plan to introduce the trailer at the next mm-hmm. uh, National Apologetics Conference in October. Okay. So. In October. Well, and then. Right. And then uh, sometime uh in the uh the first quarter of of 2020 uh that's that's when we're shooting for it to be released um and oh, we
1: cool. may
2: even um uh try to get it released in in the theaters in certain places okay. around the country yeah. and then uh eventually we'll we'll make that available uh through DVDs and uh, people can mm-hmm. uh uh, show that at their church. One of the things we're, we're combining our ministry and doing with the documentary is we're telling churches that you can show this documentary in your church, and if you would like our staff mm-hmm. to come and answer questions after the documentary.
0: Right. Uh, we have so many
2: resources. One, one of my visions of taking NGIM further is we want to combine apologetics, uh, evangelism, and discipleship, mm-hmm. and so, and we want to mm-hmm. we want to take my father's teachings of philosophy, theology, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, apologetics, and mm-hmm. uh, integrate that into our evangelism and discipleship models. And I I think that that would mm-hmm. even have a greater impact on Christians yeah. all around the globe, and as well as non-believers. Right, because
1: um, I you know as I think as we talked about millennials and the new generations, and you know, even I, as a as a campus minister, forget uh, can't keep up with the different uh, it's wise and the you know, and all you know, everything with <laughs> the <a> different generations. <laughs> yes, um, I just sometimes give up on some of that, you know. Um, but yes. as we're as we're uh, as this generation is is coming coming up, we're noticing, obviously, that they are just, they're much more relational um, than uh, like our parents' generation, even. You know, Um, they're very, um, they're very, um, it's, and and this is why ideas are so, that's why critical thinking is so important, because many times what 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 we have to counter is that they are relationally Um, involved with people who have certain ideas that influences them and so, um, you know, bad ideas that influence them. And so what we can do is to help them to become influencers um, in a relational way. And I I love that that is the direction that NGIM is, is going and that you'll be able to use that information because the information is key. You have to have the information right. in order to share it, sure, um, but then exactly. also understanding how to share it in a way that's very relational. Now, I did want to bring on um, Paul Compton as well, another um, special person who is involved in a great work that is either has either been released or is released. but I want him to talk about um, just for a few moments as well um, about a resource that is available. For, um, for, for people to get their hands on that they will definitely want to get their hands on. Um, and Paul and I have had the opportunity to uh, work together through ministry with Rasha Christie, but he's been involved with uh, NGIM as well. So, Paul, um, are you there, buddy? Yes.
3: Yes, I appreciate okay. the wonderful, opportunity wonderful
1: to come Yeah, and so i got David still on here with us. And so, Paul, will well, first tell, tell me How or tell us, I'm sure David already knows, but tell my audience um, how you came or or your role kind of as you've come alongside NGIM and that.
3: Well, so the way that I got to know Dr. Geisler, like many folks um, at at the seminary, I I went to a conference. I just picked up one of his books. Someone was giving away books as they were uh, graduating. So I was in Bible college. Mm -hmm. I saw this. Book by Norman Geisler. Uh, it was an old mm-hmm. copy of Christian Apologetics went to a conference mm-hmm. where he was speaking, and I'm like hey this is this is the guy, right? <laughs> and of course, he said, "Hey, you should come yeah. over and check out the seminary, come stay with Barb and I. I could stay with you and, <laughs> and he Barb
1: said, that was again that w- I know again, right. that's one of the <laughs> things that was so interesting. So just come over to the house and have some ice. cream. Come see me and Barb. Yeah, and that, he, that's just
3: how he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he skipped the Barb, it was just Barb, right? So yeah. Norm, and of course, when he <laughs> called me, he's like, hey, Norm Geisler. I'm like, hi, Norm, uh, <laughs> which I would never call him, of course, Dr. Geisler. Right, but, uh, right. But, but along the way, you know, at the seminary, I got to know him uh, better. Uh, in fact, I did a lot of the audio visual stuff over mm-hmm. at the seminary. And, in fact, he had me give instructions to the professors there once, and so I, I wrote it out, handed it to all of them, and said, uh, called it the sound doctrine. And so I think he appreciated mm-hmm. my sense of humor because I thanked him for allowing mm-hmm. me or entrusting me with the sound doctrine of the seminary. But um, mm-hmm. I took on this project a few, um, uh, I guess, about three years ago. And mm-hmm. Dr. Geisler had mentioned that he had some all these articles that he's written over the years and he was wanting to preserve them. Now I figured mm-hmm. at the time he had written about a hundred books. So I figured, well, how many articles could he mm-hmm. have written? Right. So when I got to his, when he I got to his house. He had
1: to really write articles, right?
3: <laughs> right. I mean,
1: that the, and, what, and the books yeah. he's written
3: are all, they're all big, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I, I went over to his house, and he offered me a free suitcase, uh, and he said, you're going to need it, <laughs> and so we loaded up. We filled that thing completely with with articles that he's written over the year, um. and it, boy, it, it, it's been a privilege to work on, on the project. Now, I can say, so we, we've released mm. the first volume. There are five volumes with over 200 articles and these were what i believe 1964 is the the year that we began with his mm-hmm. published articles mm-hmm. and it it was fascinating to to read through these now many people may not know but when he was in high school he was virtually illiterate um, so, something mm-hmm. which i think the documentary uh, that that david was talking about that that highlights how god took so took him at that level and, and that weakness and, and completely mm-hmm. turned that around and made it a string wow. and how God used that. Wow. Hmm. to
1: show God, that God's on his life for sure.
3: Yeah, and I, it seemed to give him a great deal of of humility that he realized mm-hmm. that this scholarship, all all of these gifts given to him that that they were from God. Right. What what I appreciated as, as I was going through this, uh, it, his writings, he wrote articles for magazines, like popular magazines, but mm-hmm. also campus newsletters. And then I started finding newspaper articles where he was doing interviews and, and, edit, and editorials. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there mm-hmm. were the, the academic journals, but then devotional articles. Mm-hmm. And then I found that he was writing tracts and book reviews and commentaries.
4: Mm-hmm. And then
3: there were encyclopedia entries and dictionary entries. He, he was just, mm-hmm. it was like a rapid fire approach dealing with every kind of mm-hmm. issue that was facing the church attacks on the inside, attacks from outside. And
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, I think readers will appreciate that journey. We put these in chronological order. So that um, folks can walk through his earliest writings and and see how he progresses and addresses the issues over the years, um, but it, it's been a real blessing to do that.
1: And that's going to give again. Um, I think uh, again, the the scholar Dr. Geisler, um, which we uh, many people uh, uh, know, this is going to give us more uh, maybe more of an in, insight into the. The personal guys or the the everyday guys, or who is writing just his writing that he um, was working on, um, and, and not necessarily the the big uh, volumes like the big uh, you know Baker and you know Encyclopaedia and these sort of things. So I'm I'm really excited um, to get this as well. We we we've, uh, we've ordered as well. Yeah, I know that um, it is available. The collected essays of Dr. Norman L. Geisler, now Volume One, from 1964 to 1979, is available for, available for purchase now that Paul um, has has uh, edited. And now it says, now are you is it uh, is it pre order now or is it available to be shipped now or?
3: Yeah, it's available to be shipped, or you can of course get the digital, the Kindle version. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Okay. The, the other yeah. the other four volumes will be released shortly. Okay.
1: I was gonna yeah. and I'll provide the links in the, the show description, um, the direct link to that volume, um, that you can go ahead and order now. And then of course you'll just wanna be on uh the lookout for the other uh other four volumes, which that's that's just that's amazing to me that uh I mean I'm excited. I'm there, I'm I'm excited for Volume One. You know, which I've already ordered, but I'm excited even more, you know, to see how the other volumes unfold in that. So that's just a really, really neat thing that that um, a neat project, Paul. And I'm so glad that you were tapped to do that. And um, I know that it's, that you um, did well. And I know that you uh, likely personally grew through that process as well as you as you had the privilege to read through those and to to put everything together there.
3: Yeah, well, I, I'll just mention what what really struck me for the first, I mean, when you're looking at the first two to three volumes, these items were not uh, really, found, I couldn't find them in many other places, because a lot of times I was looking for better, better copies, because we had old photocopies mm-hmm. marked up, and, and it, was, it was hard to digitize all of that. So I, I looked for other copies that might be a little bit better, easier to read, mm-hmm. and and they're just not available uh, that that was an right. era where where you didn't have things digitized so uh so it makes available stuff that that hasn't been out there, but boy, he's got lots of one or two page things that really pack a punch, and you really see that evangelistic side of him, which is why I, I love what n g i m is doing and that focus on evangelism that's something that he caught early on and and focused heavily right. on on the need for apologetics in order to be effective witnesses. And there are mm-hmm. at least a dozen articles where he's where he's dealing with, with that and making the confession, one article about excuses, about how early on mm-hmm. he had to face the fact that, well, he hasn't been going out and, and evangelizing as he should. And uh, there was an evangelist who mm-hmm. spoke and challenged the crowd, and then he responded to it. And, and it's good to pass really that excited.
1: challenge on to us too. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm really really excited to get to get our copy. And again. I, I will include the link to the first volume that has been released, and you will want to get that and to um, keep that as a, a treasured part of your library and to work through it with well. So, Pa, just I I thank you for for that and for um, taking the time to come on and to share that. Um, work that I know is gonna benefit the body of Christ. Oh, thank you. God bless you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, David, what what does that mean to have that volume, that that type of work of your father to be able to put into people's hands?
0: Well,
2: it's it's just tremendous the work that uh Paul has been doing and uh um just uh you know just spending hours and hours and hours and I I only heard a little bit I did not uh mm-hmm. I hear the you know the whole story of how I, I knew he was right. talking to my dad about this but I knew he, <laughs> I knew he spent a lot of hours putting this together and it's kind of like right. um when my when my father went home to be with the Lord I told you we had Mm -hmm. Two other shots for the documentary, and uh, one was a burial scene. And strategically, Mm -hmm. God knew uh, that that
0: Mm -hmm. would be
2: placed. uh, And strategically, Mm -hmm. God knew that God would be using Paul in this way to organize all his articles, put them together so Mm -hmm. that that we could continue to pass on the baton. I mean, we were given Mm -hmm. a stewardship. Uh, and we need right. uh, to pass that on. My, my father told me uh, the story when he was teaching at Trinity Seminary. He told me that mm-hmm. William Lane Craig and Ravi Zacharias used to sit next to each other mm-hmm. in his class. <laughs> and I just think about that. I think about not only has my father impacted Ravi Zacharias and uh, William Lane Craig, but now Ravi Zacharias right. has impacted other of uh, people around the world, and those people have right. impacted other people. And just think of the millions of people oh. whose lives have been mm-hmm. impacted directly or indirectly
0: mm-hmm. from
2: what my father taught in the 70s and the yeah. 80s. Isn't that amazing? is yes. I mean, I don't think we can't even fathom it. You
1: know, I mean, I don't. And we won't, we obviously won't know in, until heaven. Um, like it, even just in our, you know, our little ministry. You know, I, I think about our little sphere of influence and the things that right. we see and hear. And just you know, getting a call um, the other day um, from from a young from a, a student who says, you know, I just uh, I have this this friend, 18 he's 18 year old and just he and all these questions and all these barriers and all these hurts and all these things that were going on, and we just been spending time together talking through his questions and through his his you know all these things that he's been going through, and and he came to the Lord, and we're like, oh, that's so cool, and he's like, yeah, and he says, um, here he is, he's I, he wants to, I want him to talk to you right now. He's got more questions. <laughs> and, you know, we were caught kind off guard. We were caught kind off guard by that. You know, as we were eating dinner at home, and um, so just things like that that we, um, you know, we when people when we we're talking to our students and they're like oh, This apologetics and the stuff that you're sharing—we've never heard this before. And this is the best thing uh-huh. ever. And I can't wait to share this with my friends and these sort of things. And I'm thinking uh-huh. we didn't come up with this stuff. You know, we just learned it from right. you know it's right. only the greatest mind around. And I have I have, I have one more caller here. You know, I have Steve Keeney calling in from California who wanted to share some thoughts. And I know he's been connected to and Steve, there.
4: Yeah,
1: I'm here. How are you? Um, great. And Dave's here on the line with us as well.
4: Hi, Dave, you know, oh,
1: David. How are you? Good. I know you had a had a, a, a huge um work with Doctor uh, had a, a personal relationship with Doctor Gaiser in, in in the ministry as well. And maybe you can
4: share some just personal insight of
1: how he impacted you well, as well.
4: Norm was very much an in depth person. And David will back us up. I, I, I fully believe and strongly believe that David is following in his father's footsteps. Not because David's on the phone, but it's because it's true. It's true. And the depth of character that both that come out from both parties, from David and from uh, Norm, was tremendous to me. I basically uh, got attached to Norm. I considered him my adopted father, and I would treat him as such.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
4: treated me as a mm-hmm. son. I remember one time mm-hmm. we were at breakfast, and he said, you know, as my son, I want to thank you for not eating all of your breakfast. And I chuckled at that, but it just reminded me that, you know, he's a very personal person. He's a very in-depth mm-hmm. person. And uh, mm-hmm. he's not afraid to do to speak his mind in love. He really did. Mm-hmm. But, uh mm-hmm. I believe strongly that now we as Christians who who love the man need to go forth and stand mm-hmm. strong together. I really do.
1: Absolutely, so. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, very just when you uh, were, you know, I think I said earlier is when you were in his presence, it was he was there with you. He wasn't. Um, I have, unfortunately, I have a habit of sometimes being in my phone and doing and thinking about this and doing. You know, I'm over here when I'm with people, um, and and I'm working on that. But when he was with you, he was very intentional about his time with oh, yeah. you and oh, yeah. very thoughtful about his time with you. I mean, I, I I you know, like you said, I remember times when he uh, was talking to us, you know, Devin, about health and. You know, I want you guys to get healthy, and you know, and we and we have, you know, I want you guys to be healthy because I want you guys to be around and be effective in ministry. And he was helping with that. You know, it's, it's things like that, that that go far beyond apologetics. That were very oh, personal. Yeah. Yes. Um, that,
0: yeah.
4: Very much so. so. He was. He was I'm very. He
0: thankful. was
4: very. He was very very happy. He was very joyful, mm-hmm. and he expressed it. He mm-hmm. expressed it. You know. Uh, I remember the time that I met with him and Ron Rhodes and drove them over to a place called Linda in Hawaii. It's only about a Mm -hmm. 20-minute drive, but I missed the term, and it took 45 minutes one way. For 45 Mm -hmm. minutes, him and Ron Rhodes in the back seat were basically uh, telling corny jokes for 45 minutes, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: and then 45 Mm -hmm. minutes back. So I had an hour and a half of corny Mm -hmm. jokes. It was fun. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. here's probably some of the smartest men in Christianity, telling corny jokes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it speaks right. a lot. It really does. He it really does. He was a real person. Right. He's I a just, real man. Yeah, I ne-
1: I never felt awkward or or you know uh, uh, just I never felt awkward around him or, or anything. No, I, was, I always felt felt very comfortable um, in his presence. And so, well, I, I appreciate you, Steve, so much for calling in and, and well, God bless us. you guys. Very, very touching. Well, God bless you, brother. Thanks, Steve. Thanks so much.
4: Bye, bye, David. Bye, bye. All right. So, as we
1: as we kind of close out here, David, just um, I think this, this show has been just very, uh, I think, indi- open and indicative of of who your dad was from different perspectives. And um, there's so many more stories. I mean, I think. You know, if you if you did a full documentary with all the stories and all of the <laughs> neat little you know yes. instances, um, I, I think you wouldn't be able to contain it yes. at all. <laughs> you have to do a lot more yes, work. Exactly. So. Um, but but there, I'm uh, the um, Yeah.
2: Yeah there there's one story that we're going to tell in the documentary that people.
3: Uh, uh-huh.
2: Or may may actually cry when they when when they uh, when they hear this story. Uh, I don't want to uh, um, give away okay, the punchline. Okay. But uh, okay. At the very beginning of his career, he he had an impact on a uh, atheist. And uh, at the oh. end of the movie, you see what happens to that person and what uh, what happened as a result of my father's uh, personal interaction with. Uh, this other, and it's just one of many, many wow. kinds of, of stories that we're wow. going to, uh, uh, to to tell in the documentary and the people and the lives uh, that uh, that he touched. I had the privilege for the last year and a half of interviewing some of the
3: top mm-hmm.
2: Christian leaders around the country and and hearing. Uh, hearing different stories, stories that I haven't heard before. I'll give you one.
0: Mm -hmm. One of the stories Mm -hmm. was when I
2: interviewed Ron Rhodes. Ron Rhodes Mm -hmm. told me that he had once had a conversation with the late uh, Dr. Uh, John Walvert, who was the former president Mm -hmm. of uh, Dallas Theological Seminary. My father Mm -hmm. was a teacher Mm -hmm. there. And Mm -hmm. Ron told me that Dr. Walvert told him, that he hired norm uh because he knows that evangelical conservative seminaries tend to drift and he hired my dad to make sure that didn't happen at Dallas Theological to make sure Seminary. It didn't happen.
1: Isn't right.
2: that amazing? And, and, yeah.
1: That's so amazing and, and, uh, and you know, I, I you know and uh, one one story I know particularly about about his time at D T S um because of my active role in pro-life um, activism here locally in the Charlotte right. area. Um, I, right. my dad, your dad, and, and myself had many conversations about that and about mm-hmm. pro-life. And, and I know he. I mean, goodness, where we are today is just really it's a sad state of affairs. Um, but right. we see um, we see things t- kind of turning the tide, actually. In a positive way, but um, he—many uh, people don't know that he took students from DTS Case Seminary students out to the, the abortion uh, clinic sidewalk to to pray and to counsel uh, women who were abortion-minded. Um, exactly. It is, it is, is you know it it many people few people do that. But to think of a seminary professor taking his seminarians out to do activism in that manner, um, because there was a lot of, um, because Dallas is where uh, uh, Norma T. McCorvey was, who was actually the Roe of Roe v. Wade, so she had an active, she was was active uh, in the abortion clinic industry at that time before, and well, she later came out of the abortion industry and became pro-life, but at that time she was very, uh, pro uh, you know, in, uh, in the abortion industry. So Dallas was a very um, happening uh, environment for the whole abortion movement in those days. And so that was that was Jeez. what in the, that was in the 70s, right, or 80s? 80s. That was 80s. in the yeah,
2: mid 80s and uh I got yeah, a chance yeah. to uh and i got a chance to be with him uh during that time and, and see his interaction with people and and he was yeah. very polite uh he mm-hmm. wasn't abusive uh they they uh mm-hmm. they they handled it very well and I was very proud of the, mm-hmm. the, you know what he did at that time because there weren't many people as you said. That were really picketing that we're standing out there and mm-hmm. and uh and trying wow. to turn th- things around and I think that what no. they did back then uh probably helped uh make it easier now for oh. uh other Christians to get involved and to you know try to turn this thing around
1: and to say why and you're and 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 again people don't even know but I know that your dad was involved with this. some of the conversation about how. Pro life activism should look at the clinics like how how right. would he be respectful but be lawful. And right. he has he, he had an influence on even the the some of the methodology that 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 was best the, some of the best practices. Because again, it was early in the movement, so there was just a lot of just right. there was a lot of chaos and a lot of different ideas coming in. So I mean, just again, so many things that. We could we could right. say about him um, in this time, um, but let's uh, you know just to, to close out again uh, the future of NGIM. I know that you said uh, you guys are, are going to continue or kind of move towards this uh, the, this apologetic evangelistic t- type of model, correct?
2: Yes, uh, we uh, we want to continue his legacy, and so all the things that he taught, we're going to make available on our. Our website for people to to have or
0: mm-hmm. or
2: make sure that we uh, certain books uh we' with a documentary mm-hmm. i don't know if I mentioned this yet we we plan to sub uh uh text uh the documentary in other languages or auto dub it in that other languages cool. and then see his books get translated in other languages so when the movie comes okay. out then and 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 when, and Ravi Zacharias or John mm-hmm. Ingerberg says. I think everyone should read one of Norm's books. You know, some of those people yeah. will actually uh, uh, do that. And as a result, no. it may be very helpful. So strategically, we are we are trying to raise money to get all the resources mm-hmm. that we need so that when we send this documentary uh, all mm-hmm. around the globe, um, the Christians mm-hmm. can make uh, the most of this and be better equipped.
1: And go and go and again. I think, like you said, it's not just about um, talk. Uh, it's not just about um, lifting your data, but it's about um, making the the resources and the the study and the the, the ways that God used him make, to make those right. ways um, identifiable and accessible to those who need those resources. Because we're going again for years and years, and and I think until Christ comes back, we're going to be saying. Dr. Geiser wrote a book on that. <laughs> Dr. Geiser wrote a book right. on that, and and it was just and it, it, and and it's honestly it's the way that he writes that makes um that that is is so important because he just wrote in such a way that was um, scholarly enough, laity enough for any. It was essential right. for anyone to be able to. You can always right. refer someone to a Geiser book and not be afraid that they would get overwhelmed, and so. That's the beauty I think of, of this documentary. So people uh so you guys need uh continued, uh just because Dr. Geyser is gone, uh NGIM is it is gonna still keep going on strong. Um exactly. I, and I know that you guys need um need uh, funding in that and, and people can continue to do that through through the NGIM website. I know I have that that link, um in the uh, that hyperlink here in the show description. So you guys, you know, need funding, correct? And uh, resources. And there are there other needs that you might see um, that uh, are coming up, or that maybe you know, yes, you know, we we we, per, we we need more
2: prayer. We we need financial partners just so we can finish up uh, making the documentary and getting his
0: books mm-hmm. translated
2: in other languages. And we also need more prayer partners. So we are in the okay. process of of, uh, of starting a prayer chain ministry where uh, you know anyone oh, yeah. who you know wants to sign up to pr- and will send prayer requests uh, every couple weeks mm-hmm. and say pray for these yeah. events. And uh, I've just discovered. I mean, we've been doing this for four years, and I've I've kind of mm-hmm. uh, been uh, my my other mentor. Taught me to think big, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, start start small. And so uh,
0: wow. we have
2: started small, and uh, but now <laughs> yeah. I realize we need yeah. a lot more prayer support uh, for the kind mm-hmm. of work mm-hmm. that uh, God has called us to do—to take uh, my all dad's right. uh, materials and make it accessible to Christians literally all around the
0: world. Mm-hmm.
1: Um wow. and
0: that's it's that's a huge mission what yeah. we wanna do it's a
1: huge it's a big yeah. vision and but I like how you said starting starting with the, with prayer um you know, and right. just on a personal note um right that's what where God's been bringing me back to is prayer, and he has been right. strategically waking me up <laughs> <laughs> um at wee hours of the morning to do just that hours that I normally would not be up um but bring right. uh, prayer prayer requests my own my own right. spiritual life um and spiritual uh deficiencies as well as the, right. the needs of those around me uh to to be, i mean very just bringing them to light in a very just a very trans, transparent way and so he has just been showing me how much prayer is everything um and so um, I, I just, I'm so glad that that, that focus is, is going to the ministry. And so um, d- definitely go to the ngim.org website and uh, just and, and sign up to be a partner, sign up to uh, receive information and updates, uh, sign up to become financial partners to help this uh, documentary come out so that others, again, around the world will um, see the value and and Of of these resources for so many years
2: to come And um, I'm just grateful Yeah I was going to say In the message we Mm -hmm. want to help people understand About this documentary It's called Norm Geisler Not qualified And uh, we want Mm -hmm. people to understand That if God can raise up An illiterate little boy From Detroit Mm -hmm. uh, And use him To impact Christian leaders Mm -hmm. Around the globe um, what can God do in our lives if we make ourselves available to him?
1: Wow. That's what it's about. That's a powerful story. The availability, story. Part. Yes, the availability it is. is is I I think we we overlook that and we um uh we we try to maybe uh we we try to we're available on our own terms <laughs> um in our right. own Right. <laughs> But when we just make yes. ourselves, um, which is not true availability, but when we truly make ourselves available to God, wherever we are, with whatever knowledge, however big or small that may be, um, we can see the impact of, of a Norm Geisler or, or of a Billy Graham or of a, a, a Robbie or of a or of any of us. And so this um, will prayerfully. You know, inspire everybody from young to old, yes. um, to those who Absolutely. feel who feel that um, those who feel that they don't have, that, you know, because they they don't feel qualified, they feel like they're not able to be used by God. But again, <laughs> that's exactly what He wants. He wants us to be uh, to to be just available, right? And so I love I love the title of that. I wasn't aware that was it. Uh, uh, unqualified I love it so Again just you know get behind this Support this and um, To you know to the theology Matters, uh, Matters audience I mean you, Everything that we do I um, Hope that you all know that Dr. Geiser has had a very Direct impact from Our pro-life activism to our Apologetics ministry on the campus To our evangelism outreaches um, To all that we're Doing um, he has had Some um, direct impact In that and so David I just thank you so much for being With us today and for taking the time Out I know that you have a a Big task ahead of you and We you know if you don't do you mind if I just pray pray for you while We're on the air Sure that'd be great not just for You not just for you but for our Listeners and for your family and for For all the for the the NGI and Staff Um, I know Don deal and Brad Henson and um, Thomas McKenna, you all have a lot going on, um, policies, compelling everything, but let's just, let's to you know, as you said, prayer is so important, so let's, let's just go to the Lord before we end this broadcast. Um, Lord, thank you for uh, for being present in this broadcast, because we know that uh, it wasn't uh, just about Dr. Geisler's life or about NGIM, but Lord, about lifting up your name so that people know you God. That's that's our goal. We want people to know you and to know what it's like to be loved by you and to serve you well, Lord, and to share your love and to share your truth well in this generation that is so lost, Lord. And we um, as we as we you know, as we grieve, I, I just pray for continued comfort for the guys the family and for all of us who grieve, Lord, because Grief doesn't go away um, after a memorial service. Uh, Grief is a process, and it hits in unlikely times, and it hits in waves, and um, it may hit even uh, when we least expect it, Lord. But I pray that you would allow all to grieve in the way that is um, appropriate and without hope. Because, God, we ultimately do know that um, Dr. Norman L. Geisler uh, is, a, is with you and that there is no safer and better place to be than to be with you and in your presence, Lord. And, Lord, I pray for any listening who do not have that assurance that when they um, take the last breath, because we are all promised, that um, that will happen at some point, like, um, Uh, And I pray that they would look to you That they would come to see Christ As the perfect sacrifice for their own sin Um, Because we all are sinners, God Dr. Geisler, myself, David, everyone We all, we all are sinners, God And we all need your grace And so I pray that um, everyone would with cling to that truth in these days to come. and I pray for this ministry. I pray for an outpouring of support. Lord, not just uh, financially, please but please financially yes. let, let these things be so that need to be Lord, but just also the, the prayer support for, for guidance right. and for um, stability going forward. I pray that there will be no, no division, that there will be a, a uh, a unified vision going forward and, and that this ministry For years and years to come Would impact the entire world For you That your name will be made known So we thank you so much For this precious time together um, We know that uh, It was ordained by you At this time Lord And we thank you above all In Jesus name we pray Amen
0: Amen. But they thank did, you um, so much. Again,
1: we continue to think, continue to think about your family and pray for them. And um, thank again, thank you for your time. And we're we're very very excited. So I, I thank you so much for being on the broadcast with us today.
2: Uh, you're welcome. Enjoy enjoyed it very much.
1: God bless you. Bye bye. You friends, that has been another um, episode of Theology Matters, and um, I'm. Very um, thankful that you were a, a part of this journey through Dr. Godger's life with us, um, through pr- uh, personally and academically, through um, his his life and his journey. And I just pray that again we would all uh, be mindful that if we're available to God, we can be used by Him in ways unimagin unimaginable. Again, the links to the NGIM. Um, uh, site uh, are there in the uh, um, description of the show, um, as well as uh, to Southern Evangelical Seminary, where Dr. Geiser is co founder and uh, only retired just shortly before his death. So, if you are um, thinking of pursuing a seminary education um, and to becoming a better and thoroughly equipped apologist and evangelist, I can't think of a place better for you to go and to be a part of in the Southern Evangelical Seminary family. So we encourage you there. Um, Devin and I will be back with you next week, actually, with a really neat show uh, with Dr. Fasrana for reasons to believe, as we're going to be discussing the topic of transhumanism in a new uh, book that they have released. And if you don't know what that is, then you definitely need to listen in. And if you know what that is, you still need to listen in. It's a very interesting uh, contemporary topic that um, that needs a biblical worldview answer, which is what we are all about on this show, is equipping um, all of us to think biblically and, and critically about uh, the ideas that, that we're facing. So we thank you again, and God bless you. We will see you next week, uh, Wednesday, at this time noon, Eastern. God bless you.